This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. Warrior. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Well, I've had a number of conversations with Kevin and, and just basically told him that at some point this needs to break loose. Uh, he either needs to uh, make a deal that bring the uh, 19 or 20 over, or uh, he needs to step aside and give somebody else a chance to do that. I don't know what that time frame is, but it makes sense that at some point today we, we are able to move forward in a way that uh, we elect a speaker. Unfortunately, the Democrats won't agree to a motion to adjourn so the Republicans can meet. Um, the rebels, uh, the 20 group uh, that, that is opposing McCarthy, won't agree to a, a motion to adjourn. So we're going to keep going through this exercise on the floor. The smart thing to do is to uh, get together, uh, have a conversation, choose somebody, and, and let's move forward. So your message to Kevin McCarthy is basically we need to fish or cut bait. We need to, if you can't get to 200 18 or 217, whatever the, the threshold is, we need to find someone else. Who might that be? Well, I think the next in line is Steve Scalise. Um, and I don't know if Steve gets more or, or less. Um, I think that at some point we've got to start looking at the uh, rules and, and, and the committee assignments and other things and uh, just get back to the, the basics of, of what people, what their self-interest is in this case and uh, meet some of those interests and, and hopefully get the votes. adjourn until 8 p.m. tonight. Garrett, are you still with us? I, I didn't. I, are you sure the who had yeah, that? Yeah. So two. two okay, things. hang on. I think is Garrett there? Yeah, I'm here. Did <coughs> can you hear me, Cole? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that sounded. I mean, maybe obviously her acoustics are better than ours. Mm -hmm. It sounded pretty close. If there's a roll call, would the Yates have yeah. it? Well, it sounds like nobody requested a roll call. So what you may have had there, I think, was Democrats shouting no, but, you know, maybe just shouting no to, to rib the Republicans a little bit more so than wanting to actually get you know, the proper roll call on it. Nobody asking for the yeas and nays indicates everybody's pretty much agreed to this, as Jim Himes suggested in your interview might be the case. So an adjournment till 8 o'clock tonight. Okay, it is uh, Wednesday, 4 January in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is the afternoon evening show. Uh, they have just adjourned the uh, interview, obviously, uh, with on CNN with Ken Buck. Congressman Ken Buck of Colorado took place a little earlier. We have one also show of uh, General um, Don Bacon of Nebraska, the congressman from there, that earlier in the day kind of gave it up and saying, hey, you know, if Kevin, I am really support Kevin. Kevin's my guy. I really support Kevin. However... If he can't get to 218 shortly, you know, I'm leading a group that wants to talk about uh, maybe talking to some Democrats and, you know, working with Democrats to get uh, to get uh, uh, Upton as uh, Fred Upton. As, I mean, just ridiculous stuff. That's not going to happen. But it started the dam started to crack today. I've got uh, Boris. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're playing clips from the day. Uh, because, and I've asked, I've tried to track down Dr. Gina. She, Dr. Gina was there at the beginning in the Tea Party revolt. I want to make sure everybody knows exactly what we're fighting for and how uh, important this is 
and how it sets a predicate for the debt ceiling in the appropriations, which are really what this is about. Um, and, and you can tell this, all the commentators, all the articles are going, well, if they're, if they're this tough on this, you know, wait to the debt ceiling, wait to the debt ceiling. Debt ceiling now is everybody's, it was some obscure thing in the war. We started talking about it six, seven months ago. That was going to be a big deal. Now they understand that we have the leverage on the debt ceiling. Boris Epstein, uh, tell us, so we're taking a break. The reason there was a little fiasco there at the end, they did it by, uh, they didn't think they had the votes because the 20, the rebels weren't going to, weren't said, no, baby, you said you want to stay here and vote until you got it or break us. Let's do it. Uh, they want to take a break in the worst way to get back in, uh, into the offices, not do a conference. They didn't call it a conference, but do, break out into smaller groups, Boris, and try to twist arms, make deals and see if there's any possibility if McCarthy is still, you know, is still competitive, I guess you would say, or if they're going to go to another alternative. And uh, we'll get to that in a second. What is your assessment today? We had three more votes, honestly, three more humiliations uh, for Kevin McCarthy, who's a, a good guy. Look, he's, he represents the swamp, but this is just absolutely humiliating. I don't know. I don't know what the purpose is right now, what Kevin McCarthy is trying to prove, Boris Epstein. Steve, honor me with you, honor me with the posse. Very, very, very interesting day today. And it seems like the most fascinating time is now. Uh, to be frank, the only true surprise, I think, uh, you know, so far this afternoon is the fact that they adjourned, but only until 8 o'clock. But they're actually going to be coming back uh, at 8 o'clock this evening. Uh, and as reported, and Andy Biggs actually just uh, publicly said, it seems to be, there seems to be some movement potentially on a different candidate for speaker. And now, uh, in the clip you just played, Steve Scalise being publicly floated, uh, you know, as the next option. It is where we stand now is exactly effective where, where we stood 24 hours ago when I had the honor of being uh, with Warren Posse. I think what is likely to happen now is if there is going to be any, any sort of change in the next days to come, that change is likely to come between now and 8 p.m. today and the events of uh, of this evening. It'll be fascinating to see. Very interesting to look at those who've, uh, who've stayed uh, stayed dug in. And uh, I, I believe, I believe that right now is likely the most intense negotiating that we've seen uh, from the very beginning of, of this process. Let me say, uh, Biggs, uh, there was a, a tweet that just went out as we were coming on uh, that uh, Biggs was hurt, overheard leaving and they said, are you going to go? He says, yeah, we're not going to have a conference. We're going to break out in a, in a smaller group to continue negotiations. And I think they asked him, do you have a solution? And he says, yes. What is that solution? He goes, a new candidate for speaker. And this is not Biggs going to negotiate with Matt uh, Matt Gates and uh, and Paul Gosar. This looks like uh, to, to go to the opposite side and see what happens. Uh, is your but sense – Just to be clear, Ken Buck is a guy – negotiating know, with Kevin McCarthy on this. So you know, right now – the two sides, which seem to have some interesting conversations during the day, and I'll talk about that in a second, because you know, for the posse, you know, who obviously hasn't had the opportunity, but this is our this is our work, this is our life, right? So I've had the TV on throughout the day, watching the some of the physical language. It's been interesting to see, but this will be the first true in-depth behind-the-scenes interaction since yesterday morning between the, the those who are who are holding out against Kevin McCarthy and Kevin and his supporters. Yeah, you know, they picked up uh, earlier when that if, if people were watching it, but earlier in the day, Gates was sitting there and he kind of got semi surrounded by McHenry and uh, and uh, a couple of other of the of the of the team of um, of McCarthy. 
And it was heard to say, somebody tweeted out, there was heard to say about a negotiation. It's that, you know, how do we go in a cloakroom? Because they're going to continue this on the floor. How do we negotiate? And he said, hey, well, I'll, we're prepared to negotiate uh, with anybody that that puts up a new speaker. But it's not, we're not going to, you know, we're dug in and we're going to remain dug in. Um, by the way, the 8 o'clock, I'm not so sure the 8 o'clock's hard. They say that they're, they're fully willing to come back and say, hey, we need more time. Let's just do it tomorrow morning. That's why to slip off. Uh, remember, they didn't well, have they the votes to take vote a recorded vote. Sure. Steny Hoyer, who's a tough old dog, was over there on the Democratic side. And Steny Hoyer told him, he says, hey, don't let's let's do a voice vote. I don't care if it takes an hour. Let's see, because they don't have the votes to adjourn. Keep them up here, right? They did it by voice and then slipped out quickly. Um, McCarthy, his options. The, people don't – he will, at a minimum – if he doesn't fight this through and come back at eight and say, hey, look, I want to continue to pound it for a few more days. I, I, I deserve that. And his team will back him up. Those guys will back him up. He will have his hand in who his replacement is, correct? I mean, right now, if they're negotiating, he's negotiating because he represents the cartel. The cartel wants to make sure that they've got, you know, whether it's Scalise, Stefanik, you pick it, that they still have some say in this, right? And it's not a Jim Jordan or one of the hardcore Freedom Caucus individuals. Am I am I missing the memo? Did I not read the memo by saying that? It appears that this negotiation is going to. If it is, if Kevin McCarthy does agree to put up a, diff, a different candidate, it likely at this point it seems it's likely that it's somebody who is currently in leadership. Because again, remember to be in leadership, you already had to win at fifty plus one percent. So and then and then Jim Jordan has been very specific and and very steady in stating that he wants to run the Judiciary Committee. And I will tell you, from a lot of the things that I'm honored to focus on, having Jim Jordan run the Judiciary Committee is absolutely vital because he knows it like nobody else, and he fights at it like yes. nobody else. Yes. So yes. if and you know it's interesting, right? We don't usually do a lot of game day analysis on the show, right? A lot of it is yep. in depth, going hitting the issues. And it's always signal, not noise for the audience. Right now, we, we have to be doing this analysis because this is the signal, not noise, because a lot of the future of our country is being decided right now. Obviously, the big thing is the presidential election of 2024, where President Trump is going to walk back into the Oval Office latest Jan 20, 2025. In the meantime, right now, this is the biggest thing that's going to happen, this election for Speaker, over the next certain period of time. So for those of you who are, who are, to, you know, who are either have stayed in tune with us or are now getting on board and really following us. The Kevin McCarthy's options are as follows. He continues to pound away and have vote after vote after vote. It does not, it does not seem like those holding out are about to give. Okay. Option two is he, he agrees to, to give it to somebody in leadership as long as the, the, the 20, are amenable to that. Option three, I think the completely unworkable option is make some sort of deal with the Democrats. You know, you got to order you roll con and talk about, oh, we want subpoena power and all this. That is disgusting. And anybody considering that should have no future in the Republican Party whatsoever. The American people sent Nancy Pelosi home. They retired Nancy Pelosi, okay? Yeah, she's up there right now doing the thing, but she is effectively done. And even think about any deal with the Democrats. Is absolutely poisonous, and, that, and and those are the options. No, the the any notion of a 
cross-party or some sort of coalition is absolute nonsense. And you know what, Steve? The Democrats would never consider it. So we cannot consider it either. We've got to be tough. We've got to elect the speaker. Yes, we've got to elect the speaker. And we've got to start investigating and prosecuting. Scalise, uh, one of the things that the McCarthy guys are going to look at, has Scalise really had his back? I mean, his uh, nomination speech was not exactly a ringing endorsement. It was more about Scalise's uh, conservative program. Jim Jordan's was was a really a pitch for Jim Jordan. I hear that there's a lot of anger by the McCarthy team because they don't think Scalise has been a team player. They don't think he's been part of the team. He's been kind of over there isolated, just setting himself up. If you have to be an alternative, but he doesn't have any blood on his hand. He's not holding a knife like with uh, Caesar's assassination. Um, Boris Epstein. It's tough to read that. It's tough to read the relationship. I mean, there, there, any interaction between the person who is at the top of the food chain, which McCarthy's not been for a long time, and their number two, after a while it gets fraught. But it, that's not what this is about right now, right? This isn't about interpersonal, but what it's about is we need a speaker. The American people elected a Republican majority, and we need a speaker. And, you know, the sort of any personal concerns, all that's got to go, all that has to go out the window. What has to be decided is who's the best person to lead the Republicans in the House forward. And that is, that is for those Republicans to, to, to make a determination about, and also, frankly, to hear their constituents. And I think you're, you're going to see more of that. Now, I'm hearing as we speak that you're getting some messages from Team McCarthy that they, you know, that they have some confidence that they may be close to, you know, to, to getting some of the 20 to come their way. It, it hasn't happened in these six rounds. We'll see if it happens on the seventh, but you know, may, maybe there is some deal being cut as we speak that will result in that. Again, the, you know, yeah. if, if history is an indication, it yeah. seems like that's going to be very difficult. Boris, hang on for a second. I want to hold you through the break. Chip Roy has actually sure. said that for the first time he's engaged in certain uh, discussions. So there's a lot of moving pieces here. What we know is that the blunt force, I think, of Kevin McCarthy continue to pound these votes, they understand is not working. They're going to go to a, uh, a plan B, whether that uh, is part of. Hey. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bandon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, we're going to have uh, Matt Rosendale from Montana at the bottom of the hour. Bob Good at 6 o'clock. We're going to have Ralph Norman at 6.30 and try to get, uh, I think, Scott Perry working on Scott Perry, if we can do that. Uh, I want to uh, Manu, uh, Manu Raju over at CNN. 
Uh, Bob Good, this is his tweet right now, Bob Good, an ardent McCarthy foe on what will change. He believes McCarthy has to drop out. Quote, we're hearing indications that there's an increasing awareness of that's the case, and hopefully we'll get a resolution on this sooner so that we can consider other candidates. Uh, but as Boris, you know, the McCarthy team thinks they may have a couple of guys in that 20 that are prepared to listen to their case and uh, and maybe uh, and, and maybe actually throw in with these guys with enough changes on rules, committees, et cetera. Uh, right now, is it extre- you agree, Boris, it's an extremely fluid situation and there's a lot of horse trading going on? It's as fluid as it's ever been. I think this is right now the heat of the horse trading, the heat of the negotiation is as we speak because it, it, the American people just don't have a t- they don't have an appetite. Republicans don't have an appetite. There's no interest in continuing this, you know, this logjam. Uh, it, it's, it's this logjam and 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 you know to not have a speaker and to not have a functioning House representative. In the end, it, it becomes embarrassing. So they've got to figure it out. They've got to come to a resolution. And again, we've got to start fighting against weaponization. We've got to start fighting and targeting our political opponents. We've got to ensure that we don't give in to Democrats like we did with that pathetic, disgusting omnibus. And I will tell you, the heat from the American people, a lot of that is, is based on their disdain for the omnibus that was a, a Frankenstein, a complete canard. Uh, Boris, this is about money and power. Every smart analyst today has said, either on TV or in their t- tweets or in Vox, had a big article about it. What's freaking the Democrats out, they realize how hard we are right now, and they all go right to the debt ceiling because they understand that's the way to keep the credit card going. You've got and, – and, and they're showing the joint, the split screen of um, of uh, Sherrod Brown and uh, – and, uh, uh, McConnell out there rubbing up on Joe Biden on the new bridge with the $1.7 trillion, uh, you know, infrastructure bill. Um, you, you see this just uh, immense overspending out of control. How much is this tied to the future of the country financially that we're making a stand here to say, hey, we cannot continue to have the cartel in charge. There's got to be a change and there's got to be a change in the Republican Party in the angle of attack of the Republican Party, sir. Steve, it's not tied to it. It's chained to it. That's what this is all about. Are we going to continue to sell our children's and grandchildren's country and future down the river? Or are we going to stand for something in this country? That's what it's all about. And whoever's the speaker, be it Kevin McCarthy, Scalise, Elise Stefanik, Jim Jordan, Brian Downs, whoever it is, whoever it is, they, what that person has to do is stand tall in those negotiations and not allow the, the traitors in the Senate and yes, that's exactly what they are. Every Republican who voted for that omnibus traded the, our country down the river. And President Trump has been very vocal about Mitch McConnell, and deservedly so. Mitch McConnell deserves everything he's got coming at him, standing there smiling with his old pal Joe Biden. That is the uniparty at its worst. That is the cartel at its worst. And we've got to fight against it. Uh, Boris, how do they get to you into your morning newsletter? How do people? Uh, what are your coordinates so people can follow you? Thank you so much. Honored to be with you. Very important day. Continuing to follow this every second. My information, the website is hot, borisdp.com, hot on borisdp.com, hot on getter at borisdp, on Twitter at borisdp, hot on true social at boris, and hottest on the gram, boris on the scrub side. Stay strong. God bless. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, thanks. Uh, the current, there's, a, uh, there's an adjournment by voice uh, vote. 
Uh, they're supposed, supposed to be back at 8 o'clock. There's a lot of negotiating going on. We're going to try to get as many participants in here as possible. Matt Rosendale, Bob Good, um, Congressman Ralph Norman from South Carolina, to the degree that they're not in the meetings or they can join us by phone. Uh, so we're going to get to all that. There, there's so much important news. I told you, Wan Shi Shan, the really, she's hatchet man. And the guy in back of One Belt, One Road and, tie, you know, this whole consolidation of the Eurasian landmass, cutting the deals with Saudi Arabia, cutting the deals with Iran, kind of the chief deal maker for she has been in Brazil. We haven't even been able to cover that story, which is a massively important story. She's right hand man is down there at Lula's uh, at Lula's uh, inauguration uh, where they, you know, they stole the election there. And now we have a massive, massive geopolitical problem in the Western Hemisphere. The other is Ben Burkwam. And the team have been doing amazing reporting down at the border. We haven't had a chance to get to him, but I got to tuck this in because Ben's got a lot to update us with. Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice, lead investigative reporter on everything about the invasion of our country. Ben, well, we've been fighting this huge fight up here. Really, a lot of it tied to the southern border. People just think it's, it's been too much happy talk and not enough action. Uh, give us an update. Where are you? Uh, you've, you've been sending us back incredible images. What's going on down there, sir? Hey, Steve, I'm down here with Oscar Blue, and we're actually at the edge. I've been here before. I've brought you here before. I just want to show you. This is an area uh, controlled by the cartels. This is the end of the wall right here, San Luis, Mexico, on the border of Baja, California, and Sonora. Uh, Mexico, America. That's as close as it is. Not a single Border Patrol agent here. They've basically given this entire area up. And what we have out here to my right, that is cartel land. That's no man's land. That's controlled by the cartel. Uh, we've been down there. I was down there just a few minutes ago. I was getting passports. We've got India. We've got Bangladesh. Uh, we've got Senegal. We've got Mumbai. We've got Gambia. All of this, just more of the same of what we've been seeing here. But the, the, the point is, all of Border Patrol has been taken off the line. Uh, I drove from San Luis to Yuma. Not a single Border Patrol agent was on the line. This area has effectively been given over to the cartels. Blue? Well, in the illegal activity, and uh, yes, sir, go ahead. No, let me hear that because I, I want to. I want to tell you guys into what's happening on Capitol Hill. But Oscar, let me hear what you have to say, uh, Mr. Bannon. The illegal and violent activity that has been occurring on this side, and the most ridiculous thing is that we don't have no border agents from Mexico now working over here. They just gave up. They said nobody's doing anything about it. We're just going to give up, and this is illegal activity all over this, you know, area, and it has repercussions, Mr. Bannon. The delay to cross vehicles from Mexico to the United States of America has delayed into five hours to six hours, and it has affected the citizens. Why? Because now the United States government is taking away customs and putting them in places where they are needed. So now it is affecting the regular uh, daily day uh, citizen and it's affecting people. And it is just a complete disaster on this side. As you can see, it is way, way, uh, all the way open. And, and last thing, Steve, while this is happening, we're spending $1.7 trillion to give, to burn money to Ukraine on everything else. Joe Biden has failed America. The Democrats have failed America, but so has Republican leadership. They have been silent on this issue. I've not heard McConnell one time. They do not deserve another day of power. They have allowed this to happen. We need people in power that are on the Republican side that are going to fight for America, not allow this garbage to continue. You know, in the $1.7 trillion that was just uh, passed, that's discretionary spending for this coming year, not really one penny for putting up a wall or any real increase in border security, but tons, you know, billions and billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars to basically uh, effectuate the invasion. 
and of course border security in 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 the Middle East and Africa in Ukraine, but nothing here in the United States. I just while well, you guys are down there in harm's way at the border itself, we have the violent uh, criminals with the cartels coming across the fentanyl and all that. How detached when you see us focus so much on these huge uh, debates on Capitol Hill, how uh, how detached from reality th- does it make you guys feel when you're sitting there at the cutting edge of what's actually going on in the decline of our country? Ben, I'll start with you and then go to Oscar. Yeah, it it makes you feel like these people have absolutely no clue what's happening geopolitically in their own country. They out, they they stand up there, they go to their fancy parties, they they wear wear the right ties and the right pins on their suits, uh, but they have no clue what the American people or, frankly, the people of the world are going through. They are completely tone deaf, and they're denying what it's happening completely. They're denying when it is absolutely you know it's in the eyes of the public. And not only that, that is it, the Mexican the government is not doing anything about it. If the United States, the United States of America, that is, you know, in our eyes of the Mexican people, it is the leader of the world, is not doing something drastic to stop this. The Mexican government, uh, the corrupt Mexican government is going to continue with this, Mr. Bannon. It is just the fluency of fentanyl, methamphetamine, cocaine, trafficking of children, trafficking of women. All of this trafficking, it is going to continue massively into the United States. But meanwhile, nobody in the United States government is doing something drastically to say, you know what, this is the reality. This is what is really happening. It is sadly going to continue like this. Guys, I want you to stay there. I know you've been out this morning. I want you to stay there. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to get Matt Rosendahl from uh, Montana. He's one of the 20 that, that have uh, that have, thank God, blocked this madness and really started at the beginning of something that we can start to basically take control of. But, Oscar, I have one question for you before we go. We've got about a minute. Is there any doubt in your mind? You've put you've gone in harm's way. You've been in some tight and tough situation. Is there any doubt in your mind, sir? that there's an active invasion of the United States of America going on at, even as we speak? It's not only in the United States of America, sir, it's in our country of Mexico. And sadly, it is going on in other, in other countries, Central America and South America. The, the good people of those countries, they consider this as, as what you just said, as an invasion. And also a lot of the Mexican conservatives, they are considering this as that because they haven't, they have failed the, the political parties in Mexico and also the left of political parties in the United States. They have failed a hundred percent to secure our borders and to secure the citizens first. Oscar Blue Ramirez, Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice, tip of the spear of the investigative team. Guys, hang out. Uh, I'm going to take a, a commercial break here in a second. We're going to come back with Matt Rosendale. Also, I asked Dr. Gina to change her schedule around. Dr. Gina was there at the beginning. This has deep historical roots is what is happening today. This is the, the really the a culmination of a 12-year fight, and that's one of the reasons it's so nasty and so personal. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back in a minute. We're, I think we're going to try to get Matt Rosendahl from uh, Montana, who's been one of the hard five, one of the first ones out there, one of the real heroes of this. He's going to get us up to date on everything that's going on in the negotiation. Dr. Gina's going to join us. We've got Bob Good. We've got Ralph Norman. We're trying to track down uh, General uh, Perry, uh, Scott Perry, uh, to get his take on things. So a lot going on. Strap in. They're going to come back live at 8 o'clock. At least that's what they're saying now. I think they may ask for a further adjournment particularly if negotiations are going on. Just hang in there. You're in the war room. Short break. We're going to go to the great congressman from Montana when we return. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. 
but it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. I really want to thank people for changing their schedules around. We've got Congressman Matt Rosendale we're going to get to in one second. It's been nice enough. We've got Andy Biggs. Congressman Biggs, Arizona, uh, get us up to date on what's happening. We, the, the audience has been following this you know, minutely. Uh, we've seen what happened. We saw the voice vote to go to adjournment. There's all kind of talk out there about negotiations. Maybe McCarthy's dropping out. Just from the perspective of the core five and then the 20, where are we? Well, um, the core five is is actually a little bit may, maybe closer to ten now, and it is uh, it's time for Kevin to move on. It's, it's time for us to get somebody new, and we're expressing that. And you're seeing that um, a lot of individual, what I call individual conversation pods, are taking place between um, only Kevin folks, uh, people on the far side, uh, on the other end of the spectrum of the conference. They're they're meeting. They're coming over to talk to us. We're talking to them, and we're making clear that we're not budging on Kevin. And some of them are like, "Well, then, we'll, we'll, then we're going to have to be here for a long time." And I said, "Well, that's that's okay." But but others are like, "Well, what resolves it?" And I said, "Well, we've given you some names. You haven't given us any names other than Kevin, and it's time to have plans for post Kevin." And that would be, you know, I was out there. Uh, Jim Jordan was out there. Byron Donalds is out there. You know, there are other guys. I mean, maybe a Mike Johnson, maybe a Kevin Hearn, maybe maybe some others that are that are out there that 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 can come to the front. But but where we sit right now is that uh, the there there is a, a, I guess Kevin wanted another last ditch effort to negotiate. His problem is when he rejected the negotiated offer on Monday night between several people was not, not me, not Rosendale, uh, but several people went in. He could have gotten to 218, but he laughed them out of the room. And then on Tuesday in conference, he uh, basically uh, misrepresented, uh, they felt, uh, everything that they had gone in to, to ask for. The result is that he eroded their trust further. And instead of being con- not just conciliatory, but actually a leader and saying, let's have a rational discussion. What are, ra- what are reasons that we can't get there? What are reasons that we get there? How do we, how do we move this thing forward? He unleashed on them 
and allowed some of his uh, henchmen to unleash on those people and us, you know, Rosendale, myself, um, and threaten no, no committee assignments. You've got another member of the conference going out, calling us terrorists, everything like that. Those types of things uh, that, you know, I think Rosendale and I were already solidified, but they solidified other people and they actually moved some people into the questionable category who were, who were looking for just a little inch to move over. So I think if we go back to night at eight, which we're supposed to, eight Eastern time, and we hold another ballot, uh, it seems to me that it's going to, it's either going to be a dead heat again, or else our side's going to actually pick up some. Kevin is not going to pick up anybody tonight. And if it stays even, uh, I think that it's the beginning of the uh, the final collapse of Mr. McCarthy's uh, did, did they threaten? Did they threaten you the other day? They threatened the, the folks with uh, being stripped of their committee assignments, being stripped. So for the people back home, you would send somebody to Congress, and these guys would strip you of your committee assignments if you stood up and voted against him for a speaker. I just want to make sure that we're clear about that. Yes, they did threaten that, and I've had uh, a lot of people on the other side come up and say that doesn't represent our ideas. We, we're, that's not going to happen. And of course, it's really not going to happen because let's say you strip 5, 10, 15, 20 people of their committee assignments. First of all, then you can't fill your committees. Second of all, you still have to try and govern. And that's, and that's you still have to try to get bills out and you would never get bills out because we, we would be out there fighting. Con- and I would just, Congressman, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Right. Go ahead, sir. Okay, well, I was going to say one other is, is, no, is that these guys, with the vitriol that they're coming at us, and I think we've tried very hard, I've tried very hard to have an even demeanor and just try to lay out my case over and over again and calmly, with the vitriol and the attacks that have come, they're going to make it hard for us to coalesce around anybody new. And, and when we do, because we will, we'll have to, um, they're going to make it hard for us to heal and get the work done that we need to. Um, and and that you, you could have this debate... But let's make it professional. Let's make it uh, the way this has to be instead of uh, this personal attack. So, and yeah. I, I, I'm confused about the process here. Ken Buck was on CNN this afternoon saying, hey, look, if Kevin can get to 218, controls can get to 218, I'm in for Kevin. But if I don't see a path to 218, we're just going to continue to do this. we got to look at some alternatives. i got to look at alternatives. This is Ken Buck, one of his big supporters. So I thought – that the process was going to be, they were talk tough and they're going to keep you guys on the floor and they're going to vote and vote and vote and vote and vote until they break Andy Biggs and they break Matt Rosendale. And they tell the people back in Montana and Arizona, Hey, we're breaking these guys. They're going to stay. And now I see a process where they keep running out and asking for, asking for adjournments. What, what, what happened to all the tough talk that they were just going to sit there for day after day after day until you guys were broken? What, what happened to that? Why are they all of a sudden running around? They wanted a German to day at 12, even to start off. What, what is, are they, are they organized at all? Is it, do they have, they say that you guys are the agents of chaos. You guys look pretty steady Eddie. They look like <laughs> the chaotic and have no idea what they're doing, even how to whip this. We are, we are very steady. We're organized. We meet, we talk, we're transparent with each other. Um, if you, if someone's uh, feeling uncomfortable about an issue, we talk it through. Their other side is in panic mode, and quite frankly, and they're not quite sure what to make of this. They did not believe us when when Matt, Bob Good, myself, Matt Gates, and um, 
Ralph Norman said that we're we're not going to vote for Kevin. You need to fix pick somebody new. They did not believe that. And and so as we have been steady, as we've been uh, strong and tough, and we've added to our ranks, they they cannot believe it. And and so I think that there's a certain amount of disbelief there. Um, and, and I think that comes from a certain amount of hubris, quite frankly, on the part of Mr. McCarthy. And that's unfortunate. But the, the bottom line is we've grown the, our side and it will continue to grow because there is not a path right now for Kevin McCarthy. And there's not going to be a path at 8 p.m. tonight, Eastern, when we go back. And, and so they need and they want to to uh, adjourn. They're trying to find a way to negotiate this. But the problem for them is when we sit down with them and, and explain, well, OK, we, we want we we want someone other than Kevin. They didn't believe that. Now I think they've believed it. Now they're trying to bargain. They will accept it soon. And um, I think I think it wouldn't surprise me if within the next 24 to uh, maybe maybe as long as 72 hours. But anyway, if, if we have a new speaker uh, from the Republican Party uh, other than Kevin McCarthy in the next couple of days. And you and from your perspective, you guys are prepared to fight this all the way to the end. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And and uh, I I think that we, we continue to pick up momentum. Uh, Victoria Sparks went to present. She voted, decided to vote present. She didn't like the process. Okay, that's, that, that's fair. That's good. Um, and then we've held our people strong. They've held their people. But the the folks like Ken Buck who said, who said you know, look, this is – this is uh, done. Look, if there's not a path, then then I got to go somewhere else, and we got we're going to have to try to find a different path. I think that people are feeling that and sensing it and seeing it. That's why if you watched between uh, while well, we wait for the tally after these ballots, what you'll see is the development of conversation pods, and in those pods are going to be uh, a member of our side, and there'll be two or three members on the other side. They're going to come over and they're going to say, "Is this real? I mean, is this what?" And what can we do? How do we solve this? I've been asked that repeatedly, and I'm happy to talk to anybody on our conference and tell them what they think. And and so, Steve, that's what's going on. It's it's developing. Uh, it's it's fluid, except for the uh, the people who are committed to giving us the best possible speaker to uh, to go forward with the uh, fighting the Biden administration, fighting the Senate where we need to fight it, and advancing the Republican platform. The America First agenda, um, as much as we can, with being in the, you know, uh, in divided government. Uh, Congressman Biggs, how do people follow you? Do you have social media? I do. You can follow me at Rep Andy Biggs AZ. At Rep Andy Biggs. And very important, uh, Congressman Biggs. Thank you very much. We're going to go back in a second to your beloved border uh, down in uh, in uh, in uh, the southern border of the United States. I know something that's top of your mind, so thank you very much. Appreciate it. Congressman Andy Biggs, Congressman uh, Matt Rosendale from Montana, uh, second, the second district. Congressman, first off, you guys have been taking massive incoming from the mainstream media. What what are the folks in your district when you talk to them? What are they What are they telling you about this process that's going through, and particularly uh, your vote against Kevin McCarthy as Speaker, sir? They've been very supportive, Steve. They they recognize that for the uh, last ten years, twelve years, that Kevin McCarthy has been part of a leadership team 
that basically has managed the demise of our country. And they recognize that if we do not change the rules that we conduct the affairs of Congress and we do not change the leadership that implement those rules, that we will not have change in Congress. And, and everyone agrees that Congress is broke. Well, <laughs> if it's broke, you cannot continue to do the same things with the same people in charge and, and just hope and pray that you're going to have a different outcome. Uh, there's so many people that walk around and they're saying, you know, oh, let's trust me. Just give us a chance. We're, we're going to do better this time. But, but I'm sorry. Uh, Andy Biggs laid out many of the things that we are dealing with, but, but he basically uh, left open the door for me to lay out the argument of why not, Kevin? You know, people say, hey, he's been in leadership all this time. Why not, Kevin? Well, pretty much it's because he has been in leadership roles and, and he has performed uh, poorly. Uh, since he was in those leadership roles. We, we've got uh, the budgets and the spending bills from 2015, 2017, 2018, 2019 that he helped craft. And Steve, in order to get those passed, he had to get more Democrats to vote for them than he even had Republicans. So now we're not talking about 20 members. We're talking anywhere between 100 and 120 Republicans that voted against each one of those provisions. We gave him opportunities over the last two years to demonstrate leadership skills. Uh, they needed Republican votes, the Democrats did, in order to pass the NDAA. They needed Democrat vote, uh, Republican votes in order to pass the continuing resolution and also to pass the so-called infrastructure bill. And in each occasion, he had the ability uh, to extract common sense reforms and amendments to each one of those legislations, including removing new Green Deal provisions, including uh, a bunch of money being spent on gender identity you know, studies and, and, and surveillance, uh, including uh, being able to reduce the or eliminate the vaccination mandates from our service members and, and uh, reinstitute them into their positions. And on each turn, he did not do that. And so we still gave him the benefit of the doubt and said, if we can restore, and this is the conversation that you and I have had many times, if we can restore regular order to Congress, we can get single subject legislation, we can get open rules so that instead of the rules committee, this group of, of nine you know, highly gifted individuals that he has hand selected, and, and, and rather than have them uh, interpret which amendments are going to be allowed on any legislation and which legislation is going to go to the floor. If it passes committee, it goes to the floor, you propose an amendment and you can vote those up or down instead of them crafting in a back room all the legislation, 4,000 page bills, and then sending it out to us. Congressman, can you hang on a second? We want to take a short commercial break. We want to stick with you. I have other questions. Congressman Matt Rosendale, Montana 2. Uh, is one of the original of the Hardcore Five, one of the first individuals out of the box. What did he see that no one else saw? That's what we want to know in the war room next. Offers for free iPhones are usually too good to be true. Just like freedom itself, nothing in life is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. 
They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile also offers a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's B-A-N-N-O-N. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriot Mobile. You get there by going to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 972-PATRIOT. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Congressman Matt Rosendale joins us. He's one of the original of five congressmen uh, in Montana, too, out in eastern Montana, uh, a, a stunningly beautiful uh, place in the country full of patriots. But you've got to work a hard day's work to make a living. What do these folks think about the the debt, the debt ceiling, the, the spending that's going on here that it looks like your group's trying to stop and trying to get some accountability? When you go back and talk to the folks out there, what is their sense of this thing? They, they do recognize that it has devalued the dollar and, and this is driving this inflation. And I want to tell you, it's a really big problem. They, they're concerned about the 31 plus trillion dollars that the, uh, the government has mounted up. And this is exactly what we're trying to avoid by crafting a rules package, Steve, that allows Congress to actually participate so that we do not have these 4,000 page omnibus bills that come through just jam full of so much pork. That, you, you know, it, it looks like a luau. OK, um, it, it's a terrible thing. And, and yet you're only given a few hours to review it and they want you to take a vote on it. The rules that we are trying to get put in place would prohibit that single subject legislation, open rules so that you can actually debate it on the floor and bring amendments up to, to uh, place transparency on the legislation that is coming forward. They recognize that in eastern Montana. They know that we need to have that transparency. And, and I will tell you the other thing. I mean, this administration, uh, it's a little sidebar, but the, uh, the energy problems that we have now. This, the, the Biden administration has, has reduced our domestic production by about 2 million barrels a day. And I can tell you something, in eastern Montana, when you're average driving 150, 200 miles a day, that, that adds up really quick when we see the, uh, the cost of energy. What, what did you see when you first announced this? People laughed at you guys. They're not laughing now. And in regards comes out here, you've changed the entire dynamic with the rules package, the focus on what issues are going to be. Um, it, it, look, it looks like you're in the cusp of removing McCarthy, but you've changed the entire dynamic in Congress. What did you see? We've got a couple of minutes. What did you see then that is reality now? That all these, all these uh, commentators and CNN and MSNBC, is all real to them now. But six or eight weeks ago, they were laughing at you guys. That Kevin McCarthy is a transactional animal. He's a he's a uh, he's a, a creature of the swamp. 
He's been either in the uh, California state legislature or in Washington for so long that everything is transactional. And he continues to look at the next rung on the ladder and he uses lobbyist money, contributors money and taxpayers money because he trades off legislation to folks in order to advance his own personal uh, gains. And that is very problematic. And what we're learning is that there's a lot of people around Washington that are very transactional. They don't have those those core principles, uh, unfortunately, that guide them. And, and fortunately for the people across America, there are some people that are not transactional, that have their core principles intact, and they're willing to go to the mat for everybody across America to make sure that we restore regular order in Congress we change the way this place is working and we change the people that are trying to run it so that the people have a voice again. Congressman Rosendale, how do, people, uh, fo- how do people follow you, sir? Uh, Rep. Rosendale, at Rep. Rosendale, at Rep. Rosendale. There we go. I've got it written down this time, Steve. Uh, that's <laughs> all my accounts, everything, man. Twitter, Facebook, Gitter, uh, the whole nine yards. We, we're on all of them, at Rep. Rosendale. Looks like you may have a long night tonight. We'll be following you, sir. Thank you so much for taking time and say that we love the folks out there in Eastern Montana. Make sure you tell them the War Room loves them. And they love you too, Steve. I'll tell you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. You guys are the salt of the earth. That's why we got some fighters up there because people have their back. Uh, I want to bring in Dr. Gina Lowne. Dr. Gina, I first met you, I think, a week after the 2010, 2010 uh, Tea Party victory. You were chairing up Sarah Palin meeting for the tea party in uh, chicago illinois this fight's a long time coming we got a couple minutes tell people this is not just about something that happened last week this is 12 years in building is that correct ma'am it really is steve and thank god for the gentleman you just had on wow how how blessed are we as a movement to have folks like that and to have you and to have people who see the truth here. And I think there are so many good things that can come from this fight. We need to absolutely change this narrative. Steve, you've been a part of changing the narrative going way back to, to that day um, with lots of us and your ground troops out there. And this is one of those opportunities. You know, even if you look at the disparity between what's happening right now with Donald Trump endorsing, right? And uh, and the rest of us saying, you know, no, there are, there's a lot of good messaging to come of that. One of the biggest things is we win no matter what because we had the conversation that we were pushed out of for how many decades, right? That's number one. But number two, doesn't this sort of destroy the left's narrative and the uniparty narrative that everyone involved with Trump is some sort of cult when we're willing to say, no, well, you know what? We still have a fight and you may not be with us on this one, President Trump, but we still respect you because you are the one who is willing to fight the uniparty establishment when we need you. I think those are two huge victory points that I want to make sure get out there on social media and, uh, and, and that we talk about them. No, I think it's an important point. People, this is like Real America's Voice, your show, our show. We pride ourselves on being kind of the headquarters of the Trump media, right? When others have abandoned him, particularly Fox. But President Trump's for McCarthy, and he's look. He's been, you know, he knows him very well. He's he's come out. That that may change tonight or tomorrow, but he's had his back. Uh, and I think that's to be commended. But the Trumpism and the Trump movement, America first saying, hey, look, we love you. But on this fight, we got this, you know, hold my beer. We got we got this. We love you. And, and it's not a cult. right? We can have differences of opinion. It. Dr. Gina. Yeah. yeah, no, that absolutely oh, uh, proves it. 
and, and, and I had a great chance to talk with President Trump about some of this last night, and I completely understand and respect where he's coming from. But this says that our base is strong, our base is focused, our base is independent, and our base is not afraid to speak out. But we also know we have a fearless leader in President Trump that we may not always agree with, but we will always respect for he has fought for us, and so we will turn around and fight for him again and again. Dr. Gina is one of the founders of the Tea Party movement. Dr. Gina, how, what's your social media? How do you get to the show? All of it. Yeah. Um, so on Real America's Voice, it's 7 p.m. EST every single night. And it's the Dr. Gina primetime show. And on social media, you can find me at Real Dr. Gina and special love out there for our friends in the getter chat. Uh, Dr. Gina, thank you so much, particularly all the years in the vineyard that you labored to make this uh, moment happen. A lot of people worked very hard for many, many years to make sure that we could actually take control here. Command by negation, as we call it. Dr. Gina, thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much. Okay, short break. Uh, Bob Good, uh, um, Ralph Norman. We're going to try to get a couple, three others, maybe Scott Perry, maybe Matt Gates. You never know. They're supposed to go back on the floor at 8 o'clock. We're going to take the next hour to get everybody up to speed. Short break. Back in a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 